Radio Uniting Church for this Sunday, August the 9th, where we have a theme of being all at sea. There's something about boats that can make people fearful. They can understand fear of drowning, and it must have been awful for those left behind as sailors and fishermen, navy and crew faced constant threat from the elements and worse at sea. That line in the hymn, Oh, hear us when we cry to thee for those in peril on the sea, really hits a chord. This is serious life and death stuff for many still. And often we are all at sea. Like these early disciples, we are afraid. This is the honest emotional context of the gospel story. This storm on the lake. It's where a reading splashes us in the face and makes us think about faith and its practice. These are timely words for people all at sea in a pandemic. Jesus' friends are here in a risky situation. And there's a few things that firstly we should rule out. I've looked for the evidence in the early church of walkers on water. Maybe Peter practicing his skill here to get it right. There's not even one mention of heroes, martyrs or saints walking on any water. None ever. So we can relax about a literal application of this. Jesus is not trying to encourage us to walk on water as a sign of our faith. Also ruled out is the rationalisation, it's just superstition or that there's some rational explanation involving the wind blowing them off course and a sandbank, or that it's mind over matter here, a psychic phenomenon. No, it's here in the gospel because it's a story full of meaning, because it speaks to our humanity and because it's good news. The story is, that we will at times be in risky, difficult and quite dangerous situations and that there is one who will help to bring us peace. Now Matthew has done a lot with this story. This is the only account of Peter walking on the water. The others just have Jesus on the water by himself. It's after the feeding of the 5,000 and we're told Jesus was tired and grieving the execution of John the Baptist and was wanting to get away. He sends the disciples off and he dismissed the crowds. And later we find wind and waves battering the boat. It's an image of turmoil and of confusion, mountainous waves and lashings of wind. And in a situation like this, the natural human response is fear. In Matthew's story, 
Somewhere in the early morning, Jesus comes to them. Jesus comes out of the darkness in the midst of the turmoil and he speaks to them. And then Peter walks on the water too. And if we read the story literally, it makes no sense. The story is working on a different plane. I used to think Peter gets it. He's grasped some understanding. But it's actually fear that he's answering from. If it's you, he says, and he asks for proof, please break the laws of nature for me so my faith can have certainty. And then, of course, Peter sinks. So let's think about the symbols in the story for a moment. The sea in Jewish writing is a place of dark threat. The deep is an uncontrollable mystery with monsters. It's a place where life is at risk. Water is dangerous. Fishermen were brave risk takers. And Jesus, walking on the face of the deep, symbolically shows us that he is dominant over the most threatening of powers. The image of a boat in the Gospels often represents the church. It's a fragile body. It's bearing the faithful in the sea of threatening powers that are set against it. And the church precariously rides the waves that threaten to engulf it. Yes, we are all in it together. Peter is representing the Christian, a person of faith, representing the church's leaders, and he represents human reality. In the action of the story, Peter's faith is exercised, and it's in risky places, and it's with mixed success. My guess is that that's just the sort of experience that the people of the early church had when Matthew was writing, and is probably much the same again for many people of faith today. Some read the story about Peter getting out of the boat as the exercise of his faith. When probably for most, just getting into a boat is faith enough. The story is written to a church, a church in general, to boat people. And it would be crazy to suggest that stepping out into the sea is what Jesus asks of us. Now, the lack of faith that Peter's confronted on is the same as it is for most of us. The failure to recognise Jesus and then needing a sign, some proof. This is not to tell us that fear is bad. Being reckless is not faith. And having great strength of faith is not part of Jesus' gospel of grace. This story makes it clear that the journey of faith is not all plain sailing. And like Peter, we're faced with events and forces that are beyond our control. We're encouraged to have faith in the face of trouble and to expect Jesus' outstretched hand to help us. Out of the often dark turmoil of life, 
Someone is coming toward your boat. Someone is coming, walking on the sea. John Wesley called that divine moment prevenient grace, the grace that goes before. So when we call on Jesus, he is already coming. And every time we pray or look to Jesus for help, we're responding to his coming toward us. When our boat is battered by waves, when our boat is far from land, or when our boat has the winds of deadly pandemic against it, or the increased loneliness of isolation against it, Jesus is already coming towards us. Jesus has been here all along. The question is, are we recognising Jesus' offer of help? Are we going to keep focusing on the wind and the waves, the questions of identity and of proof, of how and what if, or are we going to look to the outstretched hand? The Gospel story ends with the disciples confessing Jesus as Son of God. Now in biblical literature, it's God who walks on the face of the deep. So this is a recognition moment. Perhaps Jesus is most clearly recognised in the midst of crisis and in the challenges of faith. And then the second matter from the church's point of view is Jesus calls Peter out to where he is, into the turmoil where Jesus' role is to offer rescue. So like Peter, the church, the body of Christ, we're invited to step out in faith in the storm and to offer help. There's a health storm facing many where it's a choice of lives or profit. There's a storm looming in the US and China war of words. And there are bigger storms facing us in our world because of global warming and we have our own personal storms who will be offering an outstretched hand of help. Paul, I think, says it well, for there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. The same Lord is Lord of all and is generous to all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. But how are they to believe in one whom they have never heard. We are all at sea. And like Peter, we're challenged to trust and put our faith into action, even in challenging circumstances. This is following Jesus, our brother, who comes to us first, perhaps comes most often in the midst of our tempestuous seas. Amen. Hope you're all keeping well, staying warm. May God's blessing be with us in these challenging times when we are all at sea. Amen.